So we're into December. It's December the 4th when this podcast is going live. It's not very far now to the Christmas celebrations and, of course, moving into 2020. Now, on last week's show, I talked about transforming sales and got such a great response to that that uh, I decided that it would be a good idea to actually add to that this week. So I'm going to produce some more info, info, interesting information. So this is about transforming your sales for 2020. Because now is the time of year to, you know, in December to really get your plans together before you start partying and whatever else you might be doing, taking some holiday. So next two podcasts, this one, Transforming Sales, next week, going to be looking at helping you transform your presentations. So got a few things to share with you again today on Transforming Sales to add to the podcast that went out last week. So between the two of them, if you get those two and listen to them concurrently, then you will have a great plan for transforming your sales in 2020. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 87 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee, and I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming sales, delivering awesome presentations, and winning more sales pitches. And don't forget, if you need someone to come and inspire your sales team, run a workshop for you, or run a training day for you, or even fill a gap when you haven't got a sales director, then do get in touch because those are the things I'm doing at the moment. I'm now filling up my diary pretty fast for uh, for 2020. So if you'd like me to get involved with your team on any sort of basis, then do get in touch. Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. We'll have a conversation and we'll see where we can go. But in the meantime, on today's podcast, I've got some things to share with you which add to the Transforming Sales podcast from last week. So I've broken this week's podcast down into three clearly defined sectors, numbers, processes, and people. So there will be a little little bit of a reminder of some of the stuff we talked about last week, but I've extended the detail on it further. So I've got three top tips for each of those for you to carry out and deal with in your everyday lives, which you can make a difference to your business. So first up, we're going to look at the numbers. So three things for you on numbers. Sales analysis. Have a look at your sales details for 2019 by product, by service and by customer. Look at the trends and look at the spend patterns. See what's sold well, what's not selling. Only the data will give you the really true picture. Very often in business, we assume things are happening. But having all that data at hand is a really useful start for you to do the rest of your planning. A lot of businesses just don't look at the data enough around sales. They don't look at what's selling, what's not selling. They don't look at the way customers have stopped spending money or indeed are spending lots more money. So really get to grip with that. That Number two on numbers is your sales forecast for 2020. So if you don't do a sales forecast, then I would encourage you to do one and be prepared to be flexible with it during the year as well. But you need to set a target. You know, presumably within your business, you're setting yourself an overall revenue target. But how are you going to get that? So look at it in, first of all, look at it by product and service. Look at the contributions to your revenue target each of your products and services are going to make. The established ones that you're going to continue to do and if you've got plans for new ones. 
but try and get as much detail into those products and services as you can. And then number three on numbers is look at the same thing, but for customers. So you might want to take your, your top 10 or top 20 customers, or the top 10 or 20% of your customers, depending on how big your customer base is. But look at the contribution they make and forecast and think, right, okay, what, what will that be? You know, we, we, all, we all know about the 80-20 rule, don't we? And sometimes it is true that 80% of your revenue will come from 20% of your customers. So break down your customers. Look at your top 20, maybe, top 50, top 100, whatever is relevant for your business. Then look at all the regulars that you get, then the occasional customers, and then maybe new customers. So you might end up with three or four groups of customers that you're targeting, and you need to set goals, forecasts for each of those groups in terms of revenue generation that clearly add up to the final big total. So that's the numbers bit. Right, let's have a look at the processes. There are three parts to the processes. So number one is look at the sales process for new customers. How does that work? And in most organizations, it is a little bit hit and miss. So think about using the crops model, which I would have talked about in previous podcasts, the five steps to acquiring new customers. First of all is the connection with the customer, which is attracting them in the first place, getting on their radar, that sort of thing. And then you start to build a relationship. Then there's opportunities that come out of that. And that will lead to the P stage, which is your chance to put a pitch together or a proposal. And hopefully that will convert into a sale. But have a think and look at your new customer process, your new customer acquisition process. What does it look like? Have you got one even? Because if you haven't got one, then you need to have one. And everybody in in that process needs to understand how important it is, the role that they play. And then also be, have a look at your conversion rate. Do you know what your conversion rate is of, which when I mean conversion rate, I mean the number of proposals you send out to the ones that turn into sales. Far too many businesses think, well, you know, we get about a 10, 15, 20% conversion rate. So we'll send out 10 proposals, you know, 15 proposals, five proposals, whatever it is, and we'll win one of those. As though it's an accepted industry norm well, you know, why don't, why don't you be bold in 2020 and think about, right, how can we increase our conversion rate? Because have a look at the numbers. If your conversion rate at the moment is, say, 15%, look at what would happen to your business if it became 20%. Now, that's not a huge, big difference, is it? It's gone from 15 to 20. So instead of winning one in six proposals, you're winning one in five. But just look at what would happen to your business if that if you could achieve that. And if you did one thing in 2020, it might just simply be focus on improving your conversion rate. And there's lots of things you can do to that. Look at the way you put your proposal together. You know, look at the way you're doing your sales pitches. There are loads of stuff you can do. We've covered tons of it in previous podcasts to help you increase that conversion rate. And also within that new customer sort of process, that new customer acquisition, look at that bit. You know, the question to answer is how easy is it for customers to understand your offering and to buy your product or service in the first place. So that's number four of today's sort of like little top tips. So number five, which is the second one of processes, is your sales process for existing customers. What happens there? I'm working with an organization at the moment. They, you know, they, they do really well. They're on a growth forward pattern. But they readily admit and hold up their hands and say they've not, over the last few years, been very good at developing their existing customers. So they get the customers, they buy their product or service, and then they, you know, they buy a license to keep it going. It's one of those type of products. 
but rarely do they go back to them and talk about growing the business from an existing customer. Because, ladies and gentlemen, existing customers, they like you, don't they? They trust you. They're buying from you. So there's no reason, isn't there? There is absolutely no reason why they couldn't buy more from you. So have a process for dealing with existing customers. You know? And also think about with existing customers, there may be that you need to drop some existing customers. When was the last time you reviewed your existing customer base and looked at the maintenance of those customers in terms of the time and effort that's going into them versus the revenue? And sometimes you will find that it's you know, you're taking a lot of time over customers and they're just not producing the revenue. I went through this, I'm a, you know, I'm a small business, but I went through this last year and decided to, you know, part company with three customers. Mainly, well, number one reason was because um, I was no longer, you know, offering the service essentially that I was working with them on, which was a kind of advertising marketing service. So I wanted to focus more on sales. But secondly, also, you know, they were taking up quite a bit of time and they weren't producing a great deal of revenue, mainly because they'd been with me a long time and they produced the revenue, you know, the, the revenue at the time, the prices I charged at the time were, were very low. But I'm sure you might have customers like that. I was fortunate that all those three customers were actually great to work with. And in a sense, you know, they were, they were good customers to have. But I'm sure you've got good, you know, you've got customers who are not great to work with. You don't enjoy working with. You might be, you know, they might struggle to pay you on time, yet you're still keeping them as a customer, even though when you add up all the stuff into the mix, you're not making any money you're probably losing money in terms of adding the time on. Right, final one on the process is ease of offer understanding. Mentioned this just a minute or two ago, but you know, at the end of the day, can people really understand what you're offering? When was the last time you took a hard look at your company through your marketing messages? And that's everything from your website to your networking elevator pitch via your advertising and your social media. Social media. Does it really explain what you're offering? what product or service, what the benefits are, how easy it is to buy, all those sort of things. So, you know, review your marketing. It's really important from a sales point of view that you continually review your marketing. And do this once a quarter. Indeed, you know, with the sales forecasts I mentioned earlier, you know, review them once a quarter. Don't just sit on them. Don't just set them now and think that'll do and never go back to them. You need to make them fluid and live. So review them once a quarter. And think about your marketing messages. And, you know, are you a scattergun marketing approach? In fact, you know, you throw tons and tons of stuff out there and all sorts of channels and hope something sticks. Or are you more focused? Are you actually really narrowing down the customers that you'd like to target, that you'd like to get on the radar with? Because if you focus it, it can be personal. And think about the way you're doing that marketing. You know, with my business going into 2020, if I'm looking for some sales transformation clients to work with, I'm going to start, I'm getting an eight-page a booklet published, uh, printed rather, which explains my services. And I'm going to write a personal letter and post it to them, all right? Because that's very personal. That's very, very personal. Much more personal than a one-off email or a text message or a social media message or something like that. So scattergun is easy to do, but increasingly harder to make it land. Right, final then is people. Three things on people. And people are the most important part of your business. And that includes yourself as well. I'll talk about you and you're number nine on my list. You're my final top tip. But first of all, let's talk about your team. So, you know, your team are vital, aren't they? I'm, work I'm working with one organization at the moment and, and um, their team have been there for ages. You know, 10 years, 3 years, 5 years. 
in most organizations you get people turning over all the time and it's a real problem for companies is replacing people companies spend an awful lot of time replacing people covering for when someone leaves sorting people out so work with your team do your very best to motivate them to inspire them to empower them to make them want to come to work for you and your company so if you're the md or the manager or whatever it might be this is particularly relevant to you and if you're working in part of the team then you're responsible i think for making sure that your managers and your owners also understand what you you know what's needed within the business so don't be afraid to pipe up and make things happen from your point of view as well but think have a you know think about the development plans what are you going to invest as part of, in 2020 to transform sales through your people so you know part of that investment might well be bringing people like me into your organization to motivate and inspire your sales team all right so think about that right number 8 on my list and the third one uh, second one in the people section is your customers of course so what's the customer experience like you know what is it like all the way through from making a first call to you first visit first contact to the product service delivery and the use of your product and service going forward you know how does that work what's it like to be a customer of yours because you may think oh it's great but is it have you asked them have you done some mystery shopping so customers are you know brilliant sources of feedback and an opportunity for transforming things so talk to your customers find out what's working for them we're often afraid to talk to our customers in case you know we, they say oh well actually i've been thinking i'm glad you brought that up because i've been thinking about dropping you that's a very negative mindset but a positive mindset is the one where you talk to your customers and you say okay so just remind me what you know why do you buy from us and what are we doing right and what can we do better because the customers will want to share that with you everyone's got an opinion and customers are usually people who've got lots of opinions so tap into that resource it's free for you they're your customers they're going to tell you what it's like and also keep an eye on those customers who buy from you once and then suddenly don't buy again they are the ones that slip through the net very easily i'm working with one organization at the moment and if they get a new customer then what they tend to do what they what their plan has been thus far is that they then contact them again when they think it's time for a, a next order instead we've now decided hey what about they're the first time customer we ought to be contacting them within 24 hours of when they get our product or service for the first time and check that it arrived okay that they were happy with everything was there anything that they noticed that we could improve upon that sort of thing so put the emphasis there right finally on the on the people bit there's you okay so you're listening to this podcast and you could be a company md or owner you could be a sales director or you could be a senior manager you could be one of the team you could be just starting or or you know or, or planning your career so regardless of that you know what i would say is you know make make 2020 the year that it's going to happen for you so be proactive learn get noticed do all those things that you know you can in fact you know make a difference to yourself if you're the owner of the company you know never think oh you know everything you know get out there meet people learn from them talk to them get a mentor okay this can make a real difference to your company and therefore help you implement your sales transformation plan and if you're at the other end of the career ladder well you know soak it all up get to events learn listen download podcasts read books whatever it might be but grow your your you know your thing So get noticed, be proactive, and sometimes you know everyone you know gets you know people say no to you, 
But don't always take no as an, you know, as an answer because it can affect your career. The biggest change that ever happened in my career was when I refused to accept a no. About a hundred years ago, <laughs> I'd been the sales manager of, a, of, a, of an August title called the Retford Times in Nottinghamshire. I loved it. But after two years, it was time to move on. I needed a bigger challenge. And the company I worked for at the time, it was called Northcliffe Newspapers. They had a, an opportunity in Swansea on a daily title. Much, much, much bigger job than, a, than the one I had. But I went for the interview and they basically turned me down. I wasn't happy with that. So I rang up. Uh, and in those days, you had to ring up because there was no mobiles or emails. <laughs> so I rang head office and uh, wanted to speak to the national sales director, and uh, who I knew, but not very well. And it was, you know, when I think back, this was quite a daunting thing to do. And I rang him up and said, look, they've turned me down in Swansea, and I think they've made the wrong decision. And I really would like that job. So I'm, I'm asking you to help me get that job. <laughs> Two or three days later, he came back and he said, Trevor, I've got you that job. You better not mess it up. <laughs> so that was a very interesting experience. So there I am. I'm turning up at the South Wales Evening Post, uh, working for a group of people who had decided they didn't want me on their team. <laughs> Basically, they said, because I haven't got enough experience. But, you know, that's fair enough. But you have to, you know, don't take that for an answer. And that transformed my career because I spent four and a half years there. And then everything I did after that was, a, you know, it was a springboard to this, some of the things I did. And I was very lucky that, you know, that took me into much, much bigger things afterwards. So there we go. So there's nine little things for you to do to add to effectively part two, if you like, of transforming sales for 2020. So part one was last week, part two this week. So I hope that over those two episodes, I've given you lots and lots of ideas that will really help you transform your sales going into 2020. So finally then, in terms, in terms of personal development, there is one way also to get noticed internally and by potential employees. And that's to be great at doing the thing that the vast majority of business people either hate doing or actually aren't very good at. And that's presenting. So next week, on the podcast next week, which will be December the 9th, it's going to be called Make 2020 the Year You Become an Awesome Presenter. Okay, so that'll be really one to look out for. And then on the 16th of December, I'm going to do a highlights of 2019. So just a, just a roundup of the year, the podcast year. Um, it will be the 49th episode of the podcast in 2019. It's be you know. So I'll 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 uh, I'll, I'll you know I'll do that, and I'll I'll just pick out a few highlights and share with you you know some of my sort of plans for 2020 as well. Right, finally, got a little plug for a new, another podcast that I'm doing. Okay, it's not a business one, it's a running one. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but it's called 44 at 60, okay? And in 2021, not 2020, 2021, I'm going to run a 44-mile ultramarathon. I am a bit of a runner, but, you know, I'm definitely nowhere near an ultramarathon. Half marathon is my distance at the moment. But in that year, I'm going to run. And I, I, I decided to do this at a business event. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to look to raise £100 a mile, which is £4,400. And in 2020, I'm going to run two or three sales and presentation workshops. They will be in Cornwall, unless there's a huge demand for them somewhere else, because that's where I'm based. So if you are listening to this podcast and you are based in Cornwall, then I'll be mentioning this more in as we go into 2020. The first one is at the end of March. 
They're going to be two hours. It's going to be an intense two hours full of fantastic tips and ideas to really stimulate your business. It's going to inspire you, motivate you, empower you, all those words I mentioned earlier. So do think about that. I'll more details as we go into the new year. But check it out. It's called 44 It'll be on your podcast app. If you can't find it as 44 at 60, then just put Trevor Lee in and you'll find it. But uh, love to know what you think. I think there are 15 episodes out there at the moment. So if you're a runner or you're thinking about being a runner, then tune in. There'll be, you know, you'll, it'll, it's been great fun. And in 2020, I'm also looking to interview more people. And thank you to those people who've made contact about being interviewed for this podcast in 2020. I'll be, if I haven't got in touch with you already, I will be doing soon. Right. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.